You have like a weird echo. How about now? No, it's much worse. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How about now? Yeah, it's better. Perfect. I have to stop touching the buttons. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Cue the music. Hello. We are here live with Hurricane. What is it? I don't know. Like Isa, they pronounce it differently on every news station. Isaias, Isaias, Isaias. All right. Well, one of those. One of them. It is pouring outside for us, um, yep. so we're happy to be inside. Um, and even though we're not doing this live, we hope that wherever you are at this current moment, you're not outside. Yeah, that would not be enjoyable for you unless you're a duck. Oh, yes. Totally agree. I feel bad for my outside cat, Cosmo. Cosmo, shout out. Um, I don't know where she is. She's probably like swimming somewhere. Oh, my God. She's like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Not sign up for this when I decided to be an outdoor cat. I know. (laughs) But um, I'm too excited. I feel like we try and do this small talk sometimes. But like I'm thinking of the hurricane. And with that, I'm thinking of Hurricane Bachelor Nation. and like. I just feel like it makes too much sense that we it's just too much going on. We need to just go into it. I agree, but I also think we should probably introduce ourselves and tell everybody to like us, subscribe to us, potentially review us on Apple. Fine, fine. Okay, reverse, reverse, reverse. Hi, I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor, and we are Uncorked and Unfiltered. And thank you for joining us on our very organized podcast. We just want to remind you to subscribe wherever you are listening to us, whether it's Spotify, Apple, and if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, or if you're not, if you could rate and review us, we would greatly appreciate it. You would get five stars in our eyes. Definitely. And for Okay, every- now to Bachelor. Okay, perfect. Sorry, I cut you off, but... I was just going to talk. Enough. I was going to talk about wine. I was going to say for every five star we get, we'll have five glasses of wine. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, Taylor okay. and I are actually hanging out in person on Saturday, and it's been a long time, so we're pumped. We're gonna make aperol spritzes. Woo! Crazy because it's not wine, but I think we'll be okay. Yeah, but it's like Italian, so it's fine. Yeah, well, so you bring them to the beach. Lida. Okay perfect okay though (laughs) back to it um bachelor it's a lot bachelorette i feel like it just spiraled it really did i'm sure if anyone is um not living under a rock you've probably heard some of the news but the bachelorette has gone rogue uh claire crowley has reportedly and actually because of e-news it is official. She has dropped out of the Bachelorette after falling for contestant Dale Moss, who won the first impression rose, by the way, after 12 days. I mean, they always rush into it on this show. Like, it'll be the first night, and, like, the girls that get sent home are like, but I loved them. I, like, I loved him. I loved him. Even though I was two feet away from him when he sucked this other girl's face, like, I I was loved, in love. I love him. 
we had like a special connection that like no one understands. It was so special. It was you so don't... deep. <laughs> but actually, I was reading reports. So you know, like the you remember how like the cast of The Bachelorette was announced like a long time ago, and then when the pandemic hit, shooting obviously got pushed, mm-hmm. and all of this and that. So apparently, there is speculation that Claire and Dale actually formed a connection before the show started filming during the four-month quarantine period. Interesting. Which I would hope that is what it is because then it's not 12 days and they were like obviously then maybe FaceTiming, texting, and like grew a connection already. Right. That is very interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean like good for her. Good for her to be like, I found this person. I don't want to do the show anymore and not be like, uh, I'm still going to like go through everything on the show and see where I end up. You know what I mean? Like the original premise of that show was to like find love. So like she did it. I totally agree. But then also she shouldn't have gone on the show. Like I understand right. she's like 39. She's probably just wants to find a dude already, start a family and so I get that. And so if she finally found someone and there was a connection, she was like, well, I don't want to deal with the rest of this BS. But then mm-hmm. at the same time, like you did sign up for this again. She's like a veteran. She's been on like five different versions of the show now at this point. Like then she should have, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, right. come on, girl. Like, what did you expect? Like you, you know, this game by now, you were probably going to like one the most, but you got to like write it out a little bit. Okay. But so like you're in production as from that angle of it, how, what if she had said to them, I really like this guy. Like, I don't know if I want to go. And they were like, just do it. This could be a great storyline. Like, do you think that could have happened? Totally. I would yeah. think, yeah, totally. And honestly, they should be applauding her and actually like giving her mo- more money at this point because I felt like mm-hmm. this whole season was going to be so freaking lame. And now mm-hmm. it's like, Oh my God. The most dramatic season yet. Yeah. Because, okay. So the second part of the story is officially, unofficially, Tasha Adams is now the new bachelorette. They're currently quarantining her in a hotel room and they're going to bring her in. And then for all of the guys that Claire already sent home, she's going to like call them up and be like, Hey, come back. Um, so I don't, yeah, we don't really know exactly what happened, but I guess after she like realized she really loves Dale, she refused to come out of her room the next day to film maybe I think another date or something with the other guys. And then, so then the producer started scrambling, but I would assume once they found Tasha or once they got a person locked in, they were probably like, whatever, then fine. Like leave. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess, I mean, didn't she apparently like, like a tweet or something like that and then quickly unliked it. Cause she was like, she, so people were like she has her phone back obviously if she's like yeah on the internet and stuff and she's not supposed to be exactly yeah if she so. has her phone back then obviously agreements have been made because i don't think they would have handed her her phone unless there was like a done deal type of situation and they already had another person on deck ready to like go yeah i also just wondered too though like this was such a big storyline for this season and like it totally got blown like it's Spock totally got blew up. Now everybody kind of knows that like what's going to happen a little bit. I know. But I I guess that makes me almost want to watch more because I want to watch it unfold. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, yeah, I think I was going to watch it just for the sake of watching it because there's like been nothing really out reality wise. But now I'm like, I actually want to see like 
what happens when like I want to like watch her and Dale when they first meet and like look yeah. really into it. So now I'm actually curious. So it's going to work out for Bachelor in the long run as it always does. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I wonder if there'll be a whole like when Tasha comes in, there'll be a whole other like first night, first rose ceremony, all that crap. And we'll get to kind of see all that again. Like, I wonder how they're going to do that. I know because they don't want to seem too repetitive, but at the same time, they need to show the initial initial intros between her and the guys now because yeah. it's, a, it's a totally new girl and very interesting. But I like Tasha, so I'm like, good for mm-hmm. her. Like, I'm sure that was like a shock and a surprise for her in a good way. Yeah, I really liked her on Colton season. Yeah. So. We'll see. I'm here for it. So that is the news we have for you. I want to kill myself on all levels. Thank you for catching that. Oh my God. Should we just tell everybody what happened? We can. I wasn't recording. Okay, no. So we were originally Zooming, talking about The Bachelor, and then Zoom kicked us both out, and then we just got back to recording, but Lex forgot to click record. So yeah, we we were really talking for quite a long time. I'm just going to try and like take a deep breath. um, Brush it off. And we're going to get back to it. (laughs) I Honestly, I'm blaming the full moon, and I am blaming the hurricane. And the ocean tides all happening at the same time. Perfect. I'm right there with you, and I concur. I bet Mercury's in retrograde also. I bet it is. I bet it is. Should we look it up? Maybe. Where's my phone? Did you know other planets can go into retrograde as well? Yeah, but Mercury's the worst one. I did not know that. I was listening to a podcast, and they were doing, like, a planet, um, like, the uh an astrology reading that's the word thank you brain (laughs) and it was like is mercury in retrograde i'm still looking keep talking okay they were like reading birth charts or whatever and i'm reading it and this woman was like oh yeah like because this couple was supposed to get married back in april of this year but like thank you corona obviously that Mm -hmm. didn't happen and apparently mars goes into retrograde and like you don't want to get married when mars is in retrograde because that Mars is like the planet of like or Venus was in retrograde one of the two like love planets was in retrograde and like apparently that's really bad luck because then you'd have really bad sex for your entire marriage and you'd probably get divorced Mm -hmm. wait so wait what are the dates again it happens every two years I think no but so when is is plan accordingly okay we'll just like talk when the time comes (laughs) yeah maybe we should get some astrologer yeah, we'll like yeah. Google it or something. So it's yeah. official. Mercury is not in retrograde, which just means I suck. So Okay. Well, no, the hurricane and the full moon. You're right. We still have that. We still have that. Yeah. And Mercury just ended as well. Oh, it did? Yeah. It was like uh, July 27th. It just ended. So maybe we're still getting the after effects. And it's also right. Leo season and Leos are fucking insane. So we're just yeah. going to that. We're just going to keep... It's just a lot. It's the there's too much going on in the universe right now. Yep. Hitting record was not in the stars. No. But thank God I recorded this whole rant. You're welcome, everyone. Um, oh, sorry, everybody. Back to our original programming, though. 
I was <laughs> <Hot> saying. <laughs> so we have some too hot to handle updates for y'all. Yes. And apparently uh, yeah. Francesca was out with model Casey Boonstra. I think she's an Australian model. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think Francesca was kind of like talking to or dating or flirting with Vinny. Right. So I don't know. Maybe it was not real. Yeah. I kind of never thought it was entirely real, but at the same time, I just think she's like trying to get attention for paparazzi to keep taking pictures of her and her to make headlines. So she stays relevant. I feel like yeah. at like that stage of fame, you just want to keep going into like the news as much as you can so that you become like a familiar face. Yeah. Um, but I am curious with this girl, if it actually is something more than just like a let's go out in public. So they take pictures of it because wasn't she, wasn't the model posting pictures of them on her Instagram? Yeah. Apparently she was calling her like my love or something like that. And like really like intimate looking pictures. Like it looked like they were like had been together and were very comfortable around each other. It didn't look first date ish. So who knows? Interesting. Well, I do love that. Um, she's Australian though, because Harry is Australian. And so I, just find, I find that to be hysterical. Um, especially Karma. because of this new Harry saga that has unfolded. Tell me. It is a joke. So apparently, Harry is allegedly taking legal action to Francesca after claiming that their breakup has caused damage to his brand and cost him 200K Instagram followers. Wow. You can't make this up. I- I hate this, like, generation of Instagram and shit. I hate it. Only in 2020. He's Mm -hmm. suing over Instagram followers. Like, maybe people just don't like you anymore. Also, like, yeah, the breakup ruined your brand because your brand was Francesca. So now that you're not connected to her, like, no one cares about you, dude. Right. Also, like, I feel like he was really douchey. Yeah, and the whole so. after he's not helping himself. He went no. on a radio show and was talking about the breakup again. And it's like, dude, you're the one yeah. that broke up with her. Apparently get over it. Like yeah. get over it. And he was like going on and on about how like everyone portrays me as the asshole, but she's the one who hurt me. And he's like, it's just frustrating because he literally said, I feel like I'm the one that made her famous. And now like she's famous and I'm just getting hate. And, like, it's hurting my family. Like, people have said stuff to my mom. It's like, go away, dude. Yeah. you. I mean, no, no offense, but, like, you signed up for it. Like, people yeah. shouldn't be mean to you. That's just – but that's people. And, like, that's what you signed up for when you decide to go on a reality show. Yeah. That's what and you, you signed up for. Right. And when you make your relationship public and then when you make the breakup public and he posted a whole YouTube video about the Ten breakup, minutes. Like, what do you expect, dude? Like – Yeah. People are going to take sides and have different opinions. And unfortunately, she's really hot and funny and bitchy. And that's really intriguing to people. And you're just a douche that looks like every other guy in Hollywood. Literally, you just are like a playboy. And like people are getting over the like player playboy. Like it's not a look anymore. It's not cute. It's really not cute. Unless it's just me saying like ladies were done. But ladies me too done. yeah like come on come obviously on. they're it's not, not it's not just us though because 200,000 yeah. followers he lost after the breakup that's not a coincidence 
That's also a very large amount. Like now it's settling in that new information. It's sinking in. That's a lot of people. Yeah. He had a million. So I think that's why he was also pissed because now he's not a million anymore. Oh, he went from the M next to the number to the K. Meanwhile, I think she has like 5 million. So it's hysterical. Yeah. I feel like she was kind of famous before the show. Too. I think Instagram famous she was. Yeah. I mean, because she just posts pics of like her boobs and her ass. So like, right. obviously guys were following her ahead of time. But now that right. she got more exposure, it's like, forget it. Right. And she's single. So people are like, I have a chance. Right. Exactly. I don't really care. I'm for this narrative. I want her to keep having fun. And I want Me her to too. keep crying because he sounds like such a baby. He does. He. Do- I mean, like if he's actually heartbroken, yeah, that sucks. But like also get over it. Everyone's been heartbroken before. And you move on. I just don't really buy that he's heartbroken because she didn't want to break up and he seemed to like really force the breakup. And like when that when a girl like that is like begging you to like not leave and then you leave, I kind I don't know. That just screams that he's the douche. Obviously I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. They also lived on separate continents, which I can imagine is difficult because I feel like living in a different state is hard, Mm -hmm. but like to not even be, to have an entire ocean between you, it's like a different level of For sure. Like when you're both supposed to be sleeping when the other is awake, that does seem like a challenge. Right. Like how do you talk to each other? (laughs) Right. Literally. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll see though what happens with that. Yeah. Um, okay. Should we talk about a happy couple? Yes. And like, okay, so this news is like a little old, but of course, like as soon as we finished recording our podcast last week, this news broke, but we just can't not talk about it for a hot sec. We can't not. Sophia Turner and Joe Jonas are officially parents. So cute. They gave birth to a baby girl. I think it was two weeks ago at this point because when they had announced it, it happened already a week. I think they like delayed to announce it to the public. So her name is Willa. Um, And a fun fact, people are theorizing. Now, this hasn't been like official um, or confirmed by the parents, but they're thinking it might be a little bit of a nod to Game of Thrones because apparently there are some two like very small characters in the series that were named Willa. So they think it might just be, cause you know, Joe Jonas was a crazy, crazy fanatic fan. And obviously that's so, that was Sophie Turner's breakout Life. role. Right. Yeah. So that would be cute if they did tie it in like that. I do love that. I do. I, I, I wish they would have picked maybe a different name. Like mm-hmm. Will is beautiful. So maybe that's why they chose it because I guess none of the cast had really like, like, you can't name your kid Aria. As much as I love that name, it's so obvious you, you're naming it after Aria Stark. Yeah, it's a little, like, okay. Like, if they named her, like, Sansa, it would have been, like, okay, obsessed with yourself yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess, guess that's, it, like, yeah. hidden enough away. I wonder, though, if they're going to pull a Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, and, like, never show pictures of the baby's face, like, be super, super hidden about it, right? I can see it. I feel like they have been pretty public, private in general, except when mm-hmm. they announced their engagement and it was like that simple picture. They never announced a pregnancy. She just casually yeah. walked out one day and was like seven months pregnant. And they're like, okay, so that's <laughs> official. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. And even their wedding, the one in France and stuff, like it was pretty private. Like it never really was publicized. So yeah, I could definitely see it. I feel like we'll just see it one day if they're just like out on a stroll and they'll be like, oh, there's the baby in the stroller and we can't even see the baby. Yeah. It'll be like fully covered. We won't see anything. I like that. I like that. I like the parents that do that because the baby didn't ask to be born and be like famous. No, I mean, that baby's lucky as shit, but no. Right. <laughs> like, are they looking to adopt? Do they need a nanny? Yeah. We could babysit. I'll babysit, for sure. I'll babysit, for sure. Hit me up. <laughs> I'll only drink once the baby's asleep. Exactly. Or when the baby's laying down, which is always. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when the baby <sighs> drinks, I drink. Yeah, email us if you're interested. Uncorkpodcast at gmail.com. At Sophie Turner, at Joe Jonas. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Oh, here's some more good news, though, T. You have some news for me about Lizzie McGuire reboot. Yeah, so I think it's still happening. Um, So I think um, Hillary Duff was on a podcast not long ago, and I think that I don't remember which one it was. But she was talking about it, and she said, she's still meeting with Disney and Disney plus and like the writers and they're still working stuff out. I think she said they're talking like every week or something like that. So I don't think it's completely not happening. I think it's going to happen. I think it's just, they all need to get on the same page with how they want Lizzie to be portrayed and like all that stuff. So I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's not dead in the water. I think it was incredibly stupid of Disney. Um, I just think they need to like get over it and and like realize like the reboot shouldn't be like Fuller House where it's like G rated like yeah it would be so much more entertaining um if they actually made the story like Lizzie McGuire is thirty in which right. if that is how it is and like it should be thirty year old themes and topics and stuff right especially because everyone who watched Lizzie McGuire is now like our age I yeah. don't want to watch something where like she it's so like filtered and stuff like I want to watch something that I can kind of relate to yeah you know I don't don't want it to be some like corny thing I'm just I'm gonna watch one episode and then not care but if it's like a little pg-13 I would be hooked yeah yeah so who knows I'm excited I'm like fingers crossed on that because I loved Lizzie McGuire that was my favorite Disney Channel show I know it was so good and like yeah that would just be nice. I felt like the whole cast and stuff were like really excited to like get back to it. And then after they yeah. filmed for a little bit, then like production got shut down because the showrunner quit. So Yeah. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Yeah, that would be nice. Like if something comes out of 2020, you know? Yeah. I feel like so much shit is happening this year. Give uh, us one good thing, okay? Yeah. Can we have one good thing? Because – um apparently the ellen show might get canceled so like then i'm done yeah like i just i don't even know that whole thing is like spiraling like hard it's like turned into a shit show like out of nowhere like rumors were always spewing around about how there was just some you know some bad environments going on at the show a lot that had none to do with ellen and it was like the producers that were right under her we're treating employees bad. We're not, you know, following the right guidelines. And you saw that Ellen made a statement recently and she totally owned up to it. Like she did say like, I didn't know, 
but she owned up and said like, this is unacceptable. Like I will take responsibility for it because it is my show. It's under my name. So even though I didn't know, but like there, people are not backing down even after her statement, they're still coming up with more info. There's some like C-list celebrities, emphasis on C-list coming out Mm. and saying like, no, yeah, she's a bitch. I don't like her. And I'm like, can everyone chill? So now there's rumors that they think the show's done. Yeah. I saw like a bunch of stuff floating about the Twitter sphere. I heard like someone said James Gordon would take over for her or something like that. Okay. Yeah. And then I heard somewhere too, everyone was so pissed because they were like, Ellen was like such like a uh, what's the word? Not trendsetter, but like she paved the way, I guess, mm-hmm. for like her time. She was like a female comedian. She was like a lesbian. She got her own show, like all yeah. this stuff. That was like groundbreaking when it happened. Now they're like, yeah, let's put like a dude in the, the position and take away everything she like worked for. It was so stupid. It's so stupid. And honestly, this is cancel culture at its mm-hmm. finest. Like there are a lot more people you could be focusing on than Ellen DeGeneres. And Taylor, I've said this to Taylor before, and I really don't care. Like, even if she's been a bitch before, I don't care. I really don't. Because at the end of the day, she's still – the whole theme of her show, like, I truly feel like she does care about other people because of, like, how much she's dedicated to her show in in total about, like, giving back to, like, people in society and how she cares for animals. Okay, like, if there's been some cases that she's been bitchy, like – wow, I'm honestly not shocked because guess what? No one's perfect. And um, I hate to break it to you guys. I went to the James Corden show and he was personally an asshole to me and my friends. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like I can recall multiple occasions where I have been bitchy. So like Same. if you're going to snip at Ellen for being a little bit bitchy, sometimes you need to do some self-reflection because I'm sure you have been bitchy as well. Agreed. Like, no I- one is perfect. I need to see a lot more hardcore proof that she's like actually a terrible person and is like detrimental to society for her to deserve this type of treatment. I just kind of think it's like blown up out of proportion because there's been some disgruntled employees that now feel like through a computer they can get some power. And I'm just, I don't know, I'm annoyed by it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't think she should be punished for like – the actions of the people that are below her and people are turning around saying well like she it's her show like she should be knowing what's going on and blah blah blah." and it's like do you know how many employees she has and like how many people work under her she is not in charge of every move they make like they're human beings they can make their own decisions and sometimes what they decide is wrong yeah but like she shouldn't be taken out on that you know no she's only going to be in charge of her direct reports and if her direct reports are being inappropriate to the people below them how is she really supposed to know if and like i feel like things don't get streamlined to the main person unless it's necessary so even if these disgruntled employees reported something to hr like i feel like it doesn't just like go to like her desk and like this little like envelope shoots out from her ceiling onto her lap it's like people don't realize how this type of stuff works and how a lot can be thrown under the rug if they want to because she has yeah. so much going on. Like, that's just how a large company works. Yeah. Yeah. And a producer was fired. The guy that was, like, really bad, she fired him. Good. But, like, that goes to show she does care. Yeah. She's trying to fix it. A little just, bit, at least. Like, she's yeah. not, she, she wasn't defending the guy saying, like, I stand behind my employee. She was like, I had no idea this was going on. 
but I'll take responsibility for it. And he's fired. <laughs> yeah. Cancel culture should be canceled. It's a lot. It's 2020 has proven it to be like limitless. Yeah. You're going to come for my Ellen. Like stop. <laughs> I know. We could be canceled after this episode. Who knows? We probably will be. If we had enough listeners, we would be. Yeah, probably. Whatever. Oh. We will see what happens. I'm like nervous. She's going to make some sort of like a statement. <sighs> I know. Stressed. Um, I know. But um, just a little plug for any Big Brother fans. Big Brother airs this Wednesday, August 5th, and it's an all-star season, which in case you don't know what that means, that means previous cast members are going to be all in the house together. And I'm just so excited that they're actually doing this because I thought Big Brother was canceled this summer. But apparently they all got COVID tests and are being quarantined, all the house guests. And then they're just all going to enter it and like be in that bubble together for two months. And I'm so pumped. That's exciting. Yeah. And it's on my sister's birthday and I don't even care about her birthday. I'm just like so excited to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I love the whole like bubble thing. I think it's so weird, but so cool. I know. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a loophole to like get to try and like still do things during this whole pandemic. Yeah, I'm all about loopholes to do things during this pandemic. I, like, can't do it anymore. Yeah. I hear you, girl. (sighs) Boy. Well, did you hear Tracy Morgan is getting divorced? I did for you. Right. Well, so, um, fun fact, we did his wedding at one of our locations, Mm -hmm. my parents' own catering company. Shout out, Merrymakers. Yeah, yeah. They said they would sponsor us if I shouted them out. (gasps) Mary Makers, five out of five. Um, the best company I've ever worked for. Yeah, they like don't even know how it works. My dad's like, how's the Tide Pod going? I'm like, it's a podcast, but it's fine. Hey, Thank it's, you. The, it's the thought that counts. But for real, Mary Makers is the best, guys. Um, but wait, yeah. yeah, it's so funny that they got married through you guys. Yeah, so five years ago, so 2015. Oh my God, it was, like, it was right that after- long ago? Yeah, and it was right after his huge. Remember the Walmart truck like hit him or whatever yes, in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. So it was right after that, and it was great. I mean, it was a big ordeal of a day, but like, he genuinely seemed to like really love this girl. Like, they seemed like a really good couple. So now I'm just like, yes, not. They all do, you know. Yeah, everyone is in love yeah. at at a point. <laughs> True, <laughs> and that's life. And if you're, I guess if you're not that in love on your wedding day, something's wrong. Yeah. Well, that's definitely a bad sign. But you said they did seem pretty happy on their Oh my God. Day. They were so happy. Like so happy together. I mean, so. I feel like everyone should be on cloud nine, but I know you've told me stories where that's not the case. And that's so sad to me. Cause like that should be like the peak of your love, you know? Oh, I know. I know. People get so stressed out about the wedding day and I'm like, you're forgetting you have the whole rest of your life after this day with this person yeah this is a day literally it's five hours from when you get married to the end of the night so like it's also the day to celebrate your love and if you're caring about that the cake doesn't have enough flowers on it it's like get your priorities straight right and that has happened before so oh i know we could have a whole podcast on the experiences you've had Literally, like a whole separate show. Yeah, but we don't want to get sued, so. No, 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 no. Just. No, yeah, but that was it. 
R.I.P. Tracy Morgan. Well, no, he didn't die, but his love. No, <laughs> his love died. Yeah. I just ever, I always wonder with this stuff, like, was it infidelity? Were they just not happy? You know? I know. It doesn't say. And I also wonder, did she get a prenup? Like, oh, girl, I hope she did. She, she better have. He got so much money after that accident. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, she'd he already cool. had so much money. Yeah, she'd be an idiot. And I'm pretty sure they had a kid together. Okay, so at least she'll get that. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. Um, right. So, yeah. That is it for our hot takes today. But damn, were they hot. Damn, were they hot. <laughs> um. But yeah, we love doing gossip and entertainment and talking about all that stuff with you guys. But I'm sure that we've sprinkled it in before, but we love our planet. So Mm -hmm. we had a new idea for you guys. Yeah, we want to start kind of like a new segment at the end of our episodes where we just kind of remind you to do something super small, but it will help save Mother Earth. Right. And... What kind of got us into this idea was that new Zac Efron show on Netflix. Down to Earth. Thank you so much, Zac Efron, for just being you. We love you. We love you. But the first episode was in Iceland. And Lex and I went to Iceland, I think it was like two years ago now. Yeah. So, So like, so sad. But so we kind of just were watching it and we were like, oh, my God, like, we were here, we were here, we were here. And then we were kind of like listening to the message of it all. And we were like, wait, like, this is so interesting just like everything that they do over there we didn't I didn't even realize it when we were there to be honest no like I do remember when some of our tour guides talked about like how and like how like independently sustainable they were I remember thinking they were like in a league of their own in a way and they were definitely more advanced but I didn't realize to that extent but that's what I love about Zac Efron's show because it's a travel culture show but then also teaches you stuff and can enlighten you and how like it's really not that difficult to like take care of the planet if you just care like a little bit yeah yeah and like just some of the cool stuff that they did over there I think they use like the wind or something to power electricity right was that it was it the wind or was it the heat um it was the wind yeah those big uh yeah, yeah yeah And how they would push the carbon dioxide back into the Mm -hmm. ground instead of placing it into the air. And it would almost, like, create these types of, like, rocks and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was so, so interesting. And then episode two, they were in France, and it was all about, like, the water. And um, this was really cool. I didn't even know this was a thing. But, like, apparently, you know how you can have a wine sommelier? Mm -hmm. There is such a thing. As a water sommelier. That's so foreign to me. It's so foreign. But they were in West Hollywood, California, where they had it. And the guy just, like, presented a bunch of different... They did, like, a water tasting because not all water tastes the same. Right. And and he was, like, teaching them that, like, you should drink um, water with minerals in it because that's better for your body. Your body needs the minerals. Like, don't drink um, uh, distilled water. Don't drink purified water. Like, make right. sure you have some kind of minerals in there. And then they went to Paris. And apparently all over Paris, which we did not see when we were just there in January, so we totally fucked this up. <laughs> but there's just, like, water stations where they have 
like wa- huge water fountains and they have like sparkling water fountains and all this kind of stuff. It's so fancy, like so Paris. So, so Parisian. But I'm bummed we missed that. We'll just have but to I guess go our, back. We'll just have to go back. I know they have it in Rome, so we'll see it when we go there. Perfect. When we hop on our dolphin. Right. Um, but yeah, going off that, I guess through at the end of each episode, we just want to give like a tip or something. Yeah. So like our tip for this one, since we were talking about the water, would be use a reusable water bottle. Mm-hmm. Not, not that hard. difficult. It's really not that difficult. No. Go to the grocery store. They sell them there for like $10. Or less, I feel. Like if Definitely you less. If you don't care about getting one that's like super, what's the word, like insulated, you can just get yeah. one for probably like $5. And I feel like it's like better to drink out of those anyway than like the crinkly mm-hmm. like plastic and stuff. So win-win. Yeah. Also, like, think about all the plastic bottles you'll be not putting into the ocean. I went to the beach the other day. I was so angry. There was so much trash everywhere. Really? Oh my yes. god! What like from hell? now on, whenever I go to the beach, I'm bringing a garbage bag and just gonna like pick up. That's a good idea. I would do that too. That's like so messed up. Like you're gonna go to the beach, like, and you're gonna like litter. That's insane. Yeah, like it's literally going right into the ocean. Like the turtles are going to eat that. So think about it. Like you like going to the beach? Well, then respect it. Yeah. you. We don't want you there if you can't respect it. No, we really don't. So then leave and sit in your house and you can litter your own house. I don't care. Me either. So like bring your reusable water bottles to the beach. You don't even need to fill them with water. You can fill them with wine which is our personal favorite. Yes. Or Aperol spritzes, which is another personal favorite. Yep. Or beer, if you like beer. Or straight tequila. I'm not mm-hmm. one to judge. Not going to judge you at all. I want you to do what you want to do. Just do it in a reusable water bottle. All we ask. <laughs> not too much. No, it's really not. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that kind of wraps up our episode this week. Um, We want to remind you guys to subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. And if you can rate us on Apple podcasts, leave us a review. I promise it'll make our day. We let, whenever we get a review, we like screenshot it and send to each other. And we get, we get like, it makes us feel all warm inside when like people leave us like nice messages. Yeah. I might put them on like my walls or something. Just, I wake up, see it, feel good about myself. Yeah. Maybe I'll tattoo it. You never know. I mean, I'm not going to promise you. But um, you never know. You know what I mean? That could be fun. Yeah. I feel it. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. then um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, our Twitter is uncork underscore podcast. And our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered. Thank you so much, guys. And remember, stay hydrated and drink wine.